Welcome, apartment investors. You're listening to Reap Equity's podcast show, Passive Wealth Through Multifamily Investing. Reap Equity owns and manages 1,800 units and brings a unique behind-the-scenes look at apartment investing. During this program, you will hear from REAP principals and real-life successful multifamily professionals who will provide proven advice on why apartment investing is the best investment vehicle to produce passive monthly income. Hello, REAP Equity friends, investors, and followers. My name is Chris Martinez of REAP Equity here in San Antonio, Texas. Pleasure to be with you as uh, we jump into today's topic on this podcast of the differences between cash flow should be positive and appreciation, which should also be positive. You've heard the sayings, cash is king. And the also famous Warren Buffett said, the first rule of investing is not to lose money. And the second rule of investing is not to forget the first rule. So the purpose of today's podcast is to really discuss the differences between periodic cash flow and that nice kicker at the end that we like to call appreciation. It's important to remember two of the biggest reasons that we love investing in apartments. There are many, but for the purpose of this podcast, we're just going to discuss these two. Real estate investing in multifamily apartments should produce positive cash flow. That's a a number one rule for every single deal that we acquire and that we syndicate to our fellow passive investors. The second rule that we also like to uh, understand and at least recognize as we underwrite deals is that apartments appreciates when rents rise. So that is going to play into the underwriting on the exit side when we look to sell. So along the hold period, if we're raising rents, you can guarantee at the end, we're going to sell it for more than we bought it for. That's not speculation. That's called being an investor. And that's what we are, along with all of our passive investors here at Reap Equity. Cash flow is essentially what we get along the way as the property produces more revenue, takes in more cash through operations than what goes out the door for expenses. That number should always be positive. So if the property is producing $20,000 a month in rental income with other income involved, then the expenses should be less than that. You can either increase revenue or decrease expenses or a combination of both to really maximize your positive cash flow that you're going to be able to take and sweep it into your savings account for the for the day that when you decide to distribute to investors. So if we do that every month during the hold period, that is what our investors are going to enjoy to get us to the point of sale where we sell it for more than we bought it. So the day that you sell, you get to enjoy all the hard work that the deal sponsors, the asset managers, and the property managers all contributed to that asset to increase the rents and drive the sale of the property higher than what we acquired for. And that's essentially the appreciation part. Appreciation is not something that you wake up 10 years, five years, three years later and decide that, oh, today's a good time to sell. 
you need to strategically underwrite your deals from day one with the exit in mind. That is where the appreciation, the analysis of the appreciation begins. So when we underwrite deals, we want to make sure that our cap rate, which for the beginner apartment investors out there, the cap rate just represents the rate of return the property would pay the investor if there was no debt on the property. It's a measure of risk, and it is also something that we look at on the buy side, but we also look at the exit cap rate into the future. That will determine, along with our net operating income, what we'll be able to sell the property for. So when you're underwriting a deal, like we do here at Reap Equity, we always look to the exit cap rate to determine what the value will be at sale. With that value, we can determine if that is going to be, if our property, our subject property, at the time of we purchase it, we look into the future to decide. As we increase the rents along the way, that terminal value in which we sell the property, will that be a good investment for the next investor? How do we do that? Well, will that new investor get a rate of return that's acceptable today. So maybe it's 5 or 6% at the time of our resale. That's one measure that we look at to determine if our appreciated value is going to is going to be viable into the future. So once we establish the NOI into the future and the exit cap rate, we can then derive a, a value that we would sell the property. That value could come in year two, it can come in year 10. It depends on how aggressive we can get the rents to the point where we need them to be to sell the property. During that time, that property should still be cash flowing positive along the way so we could still distribute to our investors a rate of return. Now that rate of return is dependent on how we buy it, the loan, where the current rents are, where the market rents are, and how much equity we need to put into the deal or how much capital we need to raise. The beauty about positive being positive cash flow is that that's going to determine the ability to hold the property during bad times and by itself determines the exit value. So if you acquire a property and you deem it to be some type of yield play, which means that You're not going in and infusing a bunch of capital to fix it and all the deferred maintenance. It's a good-looking asset. It's got good bones. All you're doing is just going in there and just improving the quality of the interior innovation, and you're going to be able to raise rent $75. That $75 increase serves two purposes. It helps generate positive cash flow, more positive cash flow, but it also contributes to the exit value or the the value at the end of the hold period and will determine the exit value at what you sell which calculates becomes the the appreciation or the the capital gains portion. We often get asked about the tax implications of investing in apartment multifamily real estate. So it's obviously a very large topic in of its, uh, itself. However, let's talk briefly about the tax treatment or the differences thereof between 
cash flow and appreciation. As a passive investor, if you're investing into a multifamily syndication, you are investing essentially into the LLC or the entity that goes and is the borrowing entity for that purchase of that multifamily asset. Your ownership lies in the LLC. All of the income derived from the multifamily operations is passed through to all of the investor owners of that LLC. So the LLC is a pass-through income. All of the income and all of the expenses are passed through to the owners. So you do, as a passive investor, owner in a multifamily investment, you do receive a K-1 at the end of the year, and you will receive your percentage ownership of income and expenses. Now, we're not going to discuss cost segregation and all the wonderful tax benefits of multifamily investing, but you are taxed at a passive income level, and that treatment is treated differently on a sale and when you receive capital gains. That income is taxed at a capital gains level, which differs from your positive cash flow tax treatment. And so whereas you might, I might be in the 30% tax bracket, another person might be in the 32 or the 34% tax bracket, it all depends on where, uh, what bracket you land in for cash flow. For sale, it's typically capped at capital gains tax. Those are the two large differences in the tax treatments between cash flow and appreciation. The team at Reap Equity understand that there is a lot of information and a lot of misinformation out there about the differences between, in this case, cash flow and appreciation. So the purpose of these podcasts is to bring you different nuggets of information to be able to help decipher between some of the confusing stuff that you might have or be questioning about multifamily investing. So we hope that this podcast brings some clarity between positive cash flow and appreciation. As always, please find us and like us on Facebook, Reap Equity TX, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You could find us at Reap Equity. Keep in touch with us at uh, www.reapequity.com. And as always, we look forward to providing more podcasts in the future. Have a good day.